more than half of Americans choose to be cremated when they die. And that number is going up as consumers sour on the high cost of conventional burials and the environmental toll. In the next few years, Californians will have another option, human composting, turning bodies into fertilizer for forests and home gardens. KQED's health correspondent April Domboski has the story of one man from San Francisco who didn't want to wait. When Dennis Cunningham was diagnosed with terminal cancer, he wanted his death to reflect the values he lived by. He was a committed civil rights lawyer, defending the Black Panthers, AIDS protesters, and later environmental activists from Earth First. He was just like a profound environmentalist. He told his kids he wanted to be composted. When he said, this is what I want to do, I was just like, yeah, of course you do. That's Cunningham's son, Joe Mellis, and his daughter, Miranda Mellis. The love and adoration of trees was very deep in my father. He had a backyard studio in Bernal Heights where he made sculptures out of driftwood, bottle caps, and rusted car parts. He wanted his body to be part of that same cycle of decay and regeneration. It just was totally in keeping with who he was to not make waste, but to use waste. Joe and Miranda and their two sisters were all on board. They would arrange for their father's body to be composted and spread on the forest floor. Joe says there was just one hitch. It's literally illegal to compost a body in the state of California. And most others. So far, seven states have legalized human composting, including Washington and Nevada. It took California lawmakers three tries to pass a law to do the same. But it won't take effect until 2027. Oh, okay, so we're going to actually have to transport his body from California to Washington to do this. Joe's dad ended up at Recompose, a human composting facility in Seattle. CEO Katrina Spade says about 15 percent of their clients are shipped from California. We picked them up at SeaTac. Walking into the lobby of Recompose feels like walking into a spa. The meditation music, the earthy green and yellow window coverings. When the light comes through, we hope it reminds you of the forest light. They have a gathering space where families can hold ceremonies. But the composting happens in a cavernous warehouse in the back. Spade calls it the greenhouse. These are active composting vessels. We have 34 currently on site. Each body gets its own white hexagonal cylinder. They're all stacked on top of each other in the shape of a beehive. What's, what's that smell? I'm guessing that's straw today, let's see. Sometimes it's a little bit like, um, like a barnyard. Spade says when a new body comes in, the staff lay it in the vessel on a bed of wood chips, alfalfa, and straw. Then they cover it with more of the same. The idea to me, of too, of being cocooned in that plant material, it's very safe feeling. If you were alive, it would probably be a little itchy, to be honest. This is when the microbes and bacteria go to work. The staff monitor the activity through temperature probes in the vessels. They usually start off around 65 degrees. And on day two, or sometimes just six hours later after we've placed the body, we see those temps rise to about 150 degrees Fahrenheit. On their own? On their own. This is microbial activity only making that temperature rise. Under Washington state regulations, that natural heat has to be sustained for three straight days to kill off any pathogens. This is where Spade channels her inner eighth grade science fair nerd. Whew, you know, seven or eight years I've been doing this, and I still, when I see that temperature spike, I think, holy mackerel, like, 
<laughs> it just feels like some sort of miracle, even though it is nature. The body stays in the vessel about 30 to 40 days. Every week or so, the staff rotate it to let the air through. It's transforming, it's turning color, it's turning dark brown, everything is being consolidated, if you will. At the end, the staff removes any titanium hips or knees left over in the process. They grind the bones down to sand and mix them back in with the soil. The process takes about two months altogether and costs about seven grand. More than cremation, but less than conventional burial. And environmentally, it's way better than both. You're saving over a metric ton of carbon. The final product is one cubic yard of compost, enough to fill a pickup truck. And after that point is when either families can come pick up the soil or it can be donated to a land partner. Your attention, please. We are now arriving at our destination. One of those land partners is a short ferry ride away on Vashon Island. I'm walking through the conservation area. There are rows and rows of little seedlings that have been planted and packed in with human compost. After Joe and Miranda Mellis's dad died, most of his soil was spread in a place like this, in a forest in southwest Washington. Another portion went under a tree on his family's land in Michigan. This beautiful, really old, huge hemlock that my father was really in love with. Some of the kids kept some for themselves. Joe has a box in his home office in Los Angeles. Miranda buried some in the woods behind her house in Olympia. In Washington, human compost can be spread anywhere as long as the landowner says it's okay. So this tree, which is the one we're going to, is a vine maple. And, and then that's a Douglas fir. And there's spider web. Ooh, look at all these spider webs. We duck under a low tree with thin mossy branches. But so we'll go under here. Sorry, it's a little bit of crouching. Miranda has built a little altar underneath, a bowl of rocks and shells her father collected, and a crystal surrounded by a ring of pine cones. And then I meditate here, and sometimes I, I talk to him here. I think of this as like a telephone booth to the afterworld. <laughs> Miranda says having her father here, the sense of his body giving back to the earth, it all somehow mitigated the pain of the loss. And she says it made her less afraid of her own mortality. After all of this, you know, I think a few months ago, I, I thought, you know, I think I want to do it too. Both Miranda and Joe say they also want to be composted when they die. I'm April Dimbaski, KQED News.